the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. edition of Locked on Pokes. I'm your host Colby Powell. Glad to be with you on this Monday in the state of Oklahoma. It was a beautiful, beautiful weekend. I spent the extreme majority of my time outside playing golf on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and it's supposed to be a good week once again. I will be with you four shows this week, Monday through Thursday, and then I will be in the mountains. I'm doing a little skiing, heading up to Colorado this weekend, taking a long weekend uh, before the snow all goes away. So it's going to be another good week. Glad everyone's with me here on Locked on Pokes. Head over to Twitter. Find me at Locked on Pokes and at Colby J. Powell. That's going to come in handy later in this episode if you want to go to the Oklahoma State-Kansas State game on Wednesday night because I do have a pair of tickets to give away to Oklahoma State and Kansas State. I'll be doing that a little bit later in the show, so make sure you're listening. Uh, and if you have the answer to the question I ask, you'll have to tweet it to me at Colby J. Powell at Locked on. Pokes. Uh, also, remember, head over to LockedOnPodcast.com. Check out everything Locked On has to offer. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, uh, college football, basketball, baseball, whatever the case may be. We've got you covered here at Locked On. Also, go follow Boone Pickens State, our partner here uh, with Locked On Pokes. They do a fantastic job covering everything Oklahoma State. Uh, let's dive in and talk about the game against Iowa State on Saturday. It was a big day for Oklahoma State. Not, not a big game in terms of, you know, seeding or this team making the, the the tournament or anything like that. This was a big day because it was senior day. And it was senior day for three guys who have been through a ton at Oklahoma State. Cam McGriff, Lindy Waters, and Thomas DeZogwa. These three guys have been through, first off, they came in under Travis Ford. That's who recruited them. That's who got them to Stillwater. So they come in under Travis Ford. They, they spend a year with him. They then spent a year with Brad Underwood, and it looks like he's the guy and like everything's going to be great and peachy, and that's their coach. He bolts for Illinois, and then they get Mike Boynton, uh, who turns out to be you know a phenomenal guy and what I think is a very good head coach. But they had to go through a lot. Uh, they had a teammate die in offseason workouts. That's, you know, um, for a lot of us on the outside, that was something that Unfortunately, it was a talking point as to conditioning, as to um, you, you know the health and welfare of student athletes, and it was a, a discussion point for us as, as to how we can can keep athletes safer. Uh, for these guys, that was one of their friends who who they lost at a basketball practice, and I, I can't imagine how difficult that was for them. They went through an FBI investigation uh, with the whole Lamont Evans thing. It was you, you know. A lot went down during the time that Cam McGriff, Lindy Waters, and Thomas DeZagua were here. And the results on the court were not what any of those three wanted. No tournament wins, one tournament appearance, and uh, just not what they wanted. The one tournament appearance, the year that Underwood was here, I believe. Was that Jawan Evans' year? I'm trying to think. Yeah, that was Jawan Evans' year, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was... The, the year that they made the tournament, so it was not the on-court production that those three would have liked to see. But 
I think that those three emulate what it means to be an Oklahoma State Cowboy, to stick with it uh, through tough times and to, to be there for each other. And that's what it was uh, this weekend. You know, you saw some old Cowboys come back from that 4 Final Four team, which I thought was really special with Eddie Sutton in the house. Tony Allen was there. Joey Graham was there. James on Curry was there. Uh, it was pretty cool seeing those guys in a picture with Eddie Sutton. That, that took me back to my childhood. I was born in 1992. So I, I vaguely remember like the Desmond Mason years. I, I vaguely remember that, but I was really too young. I was definitely too young to remember big country. Uh, the, the, my first memory of big country was at an Oklahoma state football game whenever I was probably eight or nine. And me and my dad were just walking through the concourse. My dad said, that's big country. He saw him. He was standing down there in line for the concession stand or something. Who knows what he was doing? Uh, and I think at this time he might've still been in the NBA, but I was like, that's big country. I'm like, who's big country? What? I, I don't know who this is. So he explained to me, he's Oklahoma State legend, all this stuff, NBA. Um, so that was my first recollection of big country. But I remember the John Lucas, Joey Graham, Stephen Graham, iMac, James on Curry, Tony Allen. I remember that Final Four team vividly. I, I remember going to a couple of games that season. I remember watching the game against Jameer Nelson's St. Joe's team when Oklahoma State won and John Lucas hit the shot late. I remember Will Bynum ripping the hearts out of Oklahoma State Cowboy fans. I mean, I was uh, 11, 12 years old at the time. So at the time, that was, I mean, it was life and death. I mean, Oklahoma State getting to the Final Four and potentially winning the national championship was life and death. And I think at that age, I didn't have a, an appreciation for how difficult it is to win a national championship and how, you, you know, the fact that it didn't happen that year, oh, we'll just, we'll just do it next year. We'll just do it next year. I mean, when you're 11 and your team has a little bit of success, you just think that that's going to last forever. And it doesn't. You, you, just, you don't win national championships. Only one team gets to win one every year out of, you know, 130 contenders. In college basketball, it's even more because some of these Big East teams and, and non-Power Fives uh, have good chances to win. Um, so it, I think I took for granted how easy it would be for Oklahoma State to get back to a Final Four. And, of course, they haven't been back since, uh, which makes that team incredibly special. And seeing those guys with Eddie Sutton was really cool. Uh, I saw a picture of Tony Allen with Dave Hunziker. Uh, Dave Hunziker, one of my absolute, absolute favorite professors I had at Oklahoma State. Uh, he was phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, pretty nostalgic Saturday for me, seeing all the stuff at Senior Day. Uh, and, and then I haven't even talked about the game yet. Why, why don't I do this? Because I don't want to shortchange the game. I don't want to talk about the game for a, a 60 seconds and then have to go to break. So I'm going to take a break and then come back, talk about Oklahoma State's win over Iowa State and some other things that went on in the Big 12. We'll talk a little college baseball as well. Uh, a lot coming up this week for the Cowboys. We'll talk uh, Oklahoma State softball as well. They had a walk-off winner against a top-10 opponent over the weekend. So a lot to get to on today's show. Your quick reminder to go see our friends at Simply Green Pharmacy in Stillwater. They're located at 617 East Redbud Drive, just across the street from Apple Creek Apartments. It is a friendly, professional environment. You walk into a beautiful waiting room, and then you head in to the dispensary for, to one of the best selections in the state. If you want it, there's a good chance they've got it, and if they don't, they can get it. Go see them at Simply Green Pharmacy. Tell them Locked On Pokes sent you. Uh, all right, going to take a break. Come back on the other side. Talk about the actual game and the basketball that was played both in Stillwater and around the conference on Saturday. That's coming up next here on Locked on Pokes.
Welcome back. Rolling along here on Locked on Pokes. Follow me on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. Uh, also remember to follow Boom Pick and State on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. They hit 15K on Instagram, which is phenomenal. Go get your Put Eddie in uh, the Hall of Fame t-shirts. They've got some Put Eddie in the Hall of Fame t-shirts on their website that are phenomenal. Uh, we're thrilled to be partnering with them here on Locked on Pokes. So check them out, Boone Pickens State. Uh, all right, let's talk about the actual game on Saturday. Uh, not the nostalgia that I was feeling from senior day, but the actual game itself. Uh, I, I want to point something out. And it's the recipe for success for this Oklahoma State team. And we've all known it for a long time. And it, it, only, uh, it only comes to fruition part of the time. So Oklahoma State started 0-8 in conference. Oklahoma State is now 5-11 in conference. Quick math, that means Oklahoma State's 5-8, uh, pardon me, 5-3 in its last eight games. So Oklahoma State playing some pretty good basketball. Uh, honestly, playing some of the better basketball in the conference. Uh, OU actually is playing some of the better basketball in the conference. OU gets rolled in Stillwater. Uh, what was that? That was just nine days ago that Oklahoma State just ran OU off the floor and OU bounced back by beating Texas Tech and West Virginia in succession. They're now fourth in the Big 12 and firmly in the tournament. Uh, Texas playing good basketball. Texas 8-8. Eight eight, got a win over Texas Tech the other day. Texas Tech going the wrong direction. Losers of three in a row, I believe. So Texas Tech now 18-11. Same record. Pardon me, Texas now 18-11. Same record as Texas Tech and Oklahoma. You know, John Beeline gets fired by the Cavs. You start hearing all these rumors about John Beeline to Texas, and then Texas starts winning. They're not 8-8 eight eight in conference. West Virginia is all the way down to 7-9 and nine in conference, 19-10 and 10 overall. They start at 18-4. and four. That means they're 1-6 and six in their last seven. So West Virginia's really reeling and now might have some work to do just to make the tournament. So a uh, lot, of, lot of things going on in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, Oklahoma State on Saturday, uh, I was talking about the formula for success. The formula for success for Oklahoma State is for Thomas DeZagua to shoot threes whenever he can and for nobody else to do, to do the same. That, that's the formula for Oklahoma State. Uh, on Saturday, Oklahoma State was 5 of 14 from a team as a team from beyond the arc. Thomas Tezaga shot 8 of those, and he made 4 of those. He was 4 of 8. The rest of the team, that means they were 1 of 6. Cam McGriff hit the other one. He attempted 3. Yorane went 0 for 1. Lindy Waters went 0 for 1. Jonathan Laurent went 0 for 1 from 3. Look, occasionally you're going to get an open look, and you've got to let it fly. I have no problem with that. What I don't like seeing is when Oklahoma State winds up with 23 attempts as a team from beyond the arc, because then you know that they're settling for some bad shots. On Saturday, 14 attempts from the, from the floor, from, from three-point land, no problem with that. That's, that is a, uh, a way to success for Oklahoma State. The Cowboys only missed four free throws on the day, and three of those were by Yorinay, 14 of 18 from the stripe. Cam McGriff, again, he's just absolutely been lighting it up. He had 19.7 rebounds, three assists on Saturday, 6 of 11 from the floor, so he was efficient on senior day. Uh, let's look at his game log because he has just been scoring like crazy lately. How many in a row in double figures is that? That goes all the way back to January 27th. He scored 18 against Kansas. The previous game against A&M, he's had six. So since that game against A&M in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, Cam McGriff has gone 18, 15, 10, 11, 10, 10, and then these last four games just scorched earth. 19, 28, 16, and 19. Cam McGriff has been phenomenal. His average is all the way up to 11.9 points per game on the season, and Oklahoma State has needed every bit of it. They've needed somebody to step up and say, okay, if I need to go do this so that we can win some games, I'm going to go do this so that we can win the ga some games. 
and Cam McGriff has absolutely been that guy. Uh, Lindy Waters had 10 points on eight shots. Uh, he was six of seven from the free throw line, didn't shoot it very well from the floor, just two of eight. Thomas Dezagua had 14 points. He was five of nine from the floor, four of eight from beyond the arc. So Thomas Dezagua uh, certainly shot the ball well, which is what he does. Uh, and without Tyrese Halliburton, you would expect Oklahoma State to beat Iowa State. Oklahoma State was seven and a half point favorites in this game uh, and did go ahead and win the game by 12. So it was a pretty easy cover for Oklahoma State. Uh, and they were, you know, I, I didn't feel like they were ever really in jeopardy of losing the game, led by seven at halftime and just kind of stayed steady the whole game 36 in the first half 37 in the second half for Oklahoma State only allowed two guys uh for Iowa State to get in double figures Bolton and Jacobson uh both got into double figures but uh Oklahoma State you know was right there in rebounds each team had 29 rebounds but what I like to see so many times this year Oklahoma State um it, Oklahoma State's opponents have gotten more assists than the Cowboys. Oklahoma State, uh, it feels like every every game you look up at the box, box score, the other team's got 21 assists. Oklahoma State has 12. On Saturday, Oklahoma State has 17 assists. Iowa State only 11, which means Oklahoma State was doing a good job moving the ball around and getting quality shots, which is probably also why Oklahoma State shot 11 percentage points higher from the field than Iowa State did. The Cowboys uh, played pretty well on Saturday. So the game against Kansas State is Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. That's actually the last home game for the Cowboys. If you're wondering, why did they uh, why did they have senior day on Saturday instead of on Wednesday for the final home game? Uh, and the answer is, Oklahoma State basketball tweeted out, the answer is, it is so much easier for the families uh, of the seniors to get to senior day if it is, in fact, um, on a Saturday, which is why they did that. Also, I talked about the three seniors who've been here for a long time. Uh, I don't want to leave out Jonathan Laurent here for just one year, a grad transfer who came over. Uh, he's had some big moments. Uh, he played great in the was it the Texas Tech or the Oklahoma game that he was phenomenal. Uh, Jonathan Lorenz had some big moments, and his family was actually unable to get to senior day, and the entire team walked out with him, which I thought was really cool and, and again, just uh, embodied what it means to be an Oklahoma State Cowboy. It, it's a family. It is absolutely a family. It was the Texas Tech game I was thinking of for Jonathan Laurent. He had 16.7 of 8 from the free throw line, knocked down a 3 uh, in that game, uh, and played 36 minutes in that game, a season high for Jonathan Laurent. So uh, he's had some, some good moments, averaged 5 points per game on the season. He's been playing more minutes here as of late and has been a contributor for Oklahoma State. Uh, so it was great for him to come over. He was a senior as well and was celebrated on Saturday, and the whole team walked out with him. So uh, that was pretty cool to see that on Wednesday, the final home game again next segment i'm giving away tickets two tickets to see oklahoma state and kansas state the final home game your final chance to watch thomas Tazagua, lindy waters cameron mcgriff and jonathan Laurent in uh i almost said boone picking stadium in gallagher iba arena on wednesday night against kansas state uh one of my predictions this weekend went up in flames i told you on uh friday that kansas was going to quote beat the hell out of kansas state boy was i wrong 62 to 58 Kansas won that game, and it took a late charge for Kansas to win that game. I, I mean, I, I was watching it. Uh, my wife and I, we left to go to the golf course at 2 o'clock-ish, and that game started at 1230. So I watched a little chunk of it. I was flipping back and forth from the golf. Kansas State did something that I didn't think could be done. They they not only slowed down Yudoka Azabuke, they took him out of the game. He had six points, and all six of those points came by about the, I don't know, 15-minute mark in the second half. 
He didn't score the last 15 minutes of the game. It was dumbfounding to me. Only nine rebounds after watching him do what he did against Oklahoma State uh, and then watching Kansas State effectively take him out of the game. I was absolutely stunned. But this is why I like Kansas so much going forward and in the tournament. They took him out of the game, and who was there to pick him up? Devon Dotson got absolutely on fire late in that game. Ended up with 25 points on 11 shots. It was a phenomenal performance from Devin Dotson, uh, and Kansas was able to sneak by by four points, 62-58. to 58. There was another stunner on Saturday in the Big 12, an even bigger stunner because this did not result in a close win for the favorite. This resulted in a monumental upset as TCU knocked off Baylor, Desmond Bain scored uh, 23 points, and TCU, uh, who was trailing by seven at halftime, dropped 54 in the second half on Baylor. Outscored them 54 to 44 in the second half, and they win that game 75 to 72. Phenomenal performance from TCU, uh, a team that I didn't think had any chance to make the tournament, and now they might be flirting seven and nine in the conference. Who knows what happens down the stretch? Uh, Oklahoma beats West Virginia. Uh, they outscored them by four in the first half, and then they put 48 on them in the second half. Win the game 73 to 62. Brady Manek had 15 in that game. Uh, I remember watching Brady Manek whenever he was at. Uh, where did he play his high school ball? I call several of his high school games. Uh, Hera, maybe? I think it was Hera. Shawnee? Somewhere out east. I think it was Hera. Uh, I remember calling uh, Brady and his brother uh, Kellen, and to see what Brady's turned into at, at OU is pretty phenomenal. Uh, he's been a good player. So Oklahoma gets the win there. They are now firmly in the tournament. West Virginia was ranked 20th in the country. I need to pull up the uh, the rankings this week and see West Virginia and Texas Tech had to have fallen out. They had to have. Let's see, AP Top 25, this is what I'm looking for. Where did you go? Where did you go? Okay, I can't, uh, I can't find it. Don't you love whenever you go looking for something? That's just nowhere to be found. Here we go. Here we go. We're in business. All right. Uh, Kansas stays at one, obviously. Baylor falls to five. So Baylor now is behind Gonzaga, Dayton, and San Diego State. By the way, how about the three mid-majors? in there at two, three, and four in the country. You get power five at number one with Kansas, and you got mid-majors to five. The The West Coast Conference with Gonzaga, obviously a mainstay in the top five in college basketball. But then you've got Dayton at 27 and two, and San Diego State at 27 and one, sitting there at three and four. Uh, pretty good stuff. So let's see, West Virginia is at 21 still. Some other teams had to have lost. Texas Tech's at 23 still. I don't understand how both those teams get rolled by OU last week and West Virginia drops one spot in the rankings. West Virginia's won in six in their last seven games. How are they still sitting at 21? I, I can't make sense of it. I can't make sense of it, but there they sit. So Big 12 still has four teams in the top 25. Texas beat Texas Tech 68-58 uh, to 58 on Saturday in Lubbock. Texas outscored Texas Tech 38-21 to in the second half. Uh, so Texas is now flirting with the tournament as well. Uh, all right, enough college basketball. I'm going to take a break, come back on the other side. We are headed to the Diamond to talk Oklahoma State baseball and softball as I wrap things up here on a Monday. Stay with me on Locked on Pokes. Welcome back. Wrapping things up here on Locked on Post. Glad everyone is with me. Reminder, trivia coming your way in just a few 
few short minutes giving away a pair of tickets to Wednesday night's uh, game against Kansas State. Two tickets, Wednesday night against Kansas State, 8 o'clock tip. Your last chance to see Cam McGriff, Thomas DeZogwa, Lindy Waters, Jonathan Laurent play in Gallagher-Iba Arena. And while you're in Stillwater, you can stop off at Simply Green Pharmacy uh, and see our partners here on Locked on Pokes. It'll be Wednesday on Wednesdays. They have patient drive $60 doctor recommendations the best in the state the patient drives are the foundation uh, for everything at Simply Green Pharmacy they were doing the patient drives months before the dispensary was open they're looking to take care of the patient number one first and foremost you can get more information on their website livesgf.com whenever you head there head that way tell them locked on pokes sent you uh, all right let's head to the diamond over the weekend the Oklahoma State Cowgirls won five games in Stillwater. Won two on Friday, two on Saturday, and one on Sunday. An eight to nothing win over the University of Illinois Chicago. But then some really good games against Louisville and Oregon. Friday evening, Oklahoma State beat Louisville three to nothing. And then on Saturday, how about a couple of walk-offs? How about a pair of walk-offs on Saturday? If you went and watched some Cowgirl softball on Saturday and made a day out of it, you saw some exciting games in Oklahoma State. Walks them both off. 2-1 to one in the first game against Louisville in eight innings. And then against 10th-ranked Oregon, one of the better teams in the country and one of the better historic uh, softball programs, Oklahoma State wins 5-4 to four in nine innings. And here is the trivia question, all right? Here's the trivia question. The first person to tweet me the answer to this question at Colby J. Powell or at Locked on Pokes uh, on Twitter will get two tickets to see Oklahoma State play against Kansas State on Wednesday night. Here's my question. The same cowgirl had the hit in the first game for the walk-off and scored the run in the second game for the walk-off. So in the second game, Chelsea Alexander had the hit on a single to left center, but the cowgirl who scored that run was the same cowgirl who had the walk-off hit in the first game on Saturday against Louisville. So the question is, who was that cowgirl? Who was the cowgirl who had the walk-off hit in the first game and scored the run on the walk-off hit by Chelsea Alexander in the second game? Tweet me the answer at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. First person to tweet me the answer has a pair of tickets to see Oklahoma State and Kansas State coming your way for Wednesday night. So it was a good weekend for the Cowgirls. They go 5-0 and on the week. Uh, so undefeated at home. Uh, no games during the week. Uh, and then more this weekend. Another five games this weekend against uh, Missouri State. A couple against Missouri State, Murray State, Mercer, and Utah. So hopefully Oklahoma State, Kenny Gajewski's crew can keep it rolling. 13-5 and now on the season. But 5-0 and at home, five more home games on the way. So go check out the Cowgirl softball squad uh, playing some great softball here early in the season. Oklahoma State, the Cowboys headed down to Frisco for the Frisco College Baseball Classic. I told you on Friday that really if you got two out of three, that's a great weekend because you're playing against some high-level college baseball opponents, especially UCLA. So Oklahoma State was not able to get two out of three. They got one out of three with an 8-5 to five win yesterday over 13th-ranked Texas A&M. And Oklahoma State actually trailed early in that game. I think got down 4-1 to one, uh, and then battled back and rallied to win that game 8-5. to five. 
the game against UCLA on Friday, uh, Oklahoma State got a, a home run in the eighth from Carson McCusker to, to make it look like a little more respectable 8-1 to one loss. But UCLA is a juggernaut. Here's the, the, the scores so far for UCLA this season. UCLA is 11-0 on the year. They've won games 4-2, 9-1, to 8-0, 10-1, 5-0, 7-1, 2-0, 15-1, 8-2, 8-1, 10-2, 14-1. Those were their three scores this weekend at the, at the, in Frisco against Oklahoma State, Texas A&M, and Illinois. Some teams that can play some baseball. UCLA beat them 8-1 over Oklahoma State, 10-2 over Texas A&M, and 14-1 over Illinois. UCLA, uh, you talk about a powerhouse. UCLA uh, is going to be a force this year in college baseball. So Oklahoma State gets only one of three, but you, you know you go play some of these opponents in the non-conference, uh, and that prepares you for some of the better opponents that you'll see throughout the season, both in the in conference and in postseason play. So Oklahoma State now heads back to Stillwater, uh, where the Cowboys have many many home games in a row. Oklahoma State plays. Let's see, uh, three games set against BYU. Tuesday game against Missouri State tomorrow. Three games set against BYU. That's four home games in a row. Two next week against St. Louis. So now we're at six. Then a three-game set against Fresno State. So nine home games in a row for Oklahoma State. Then they'll take one Tuesday and go to Dallas Baptist. And then they come back home to Obrate Stadium on Friday, March 20th. Cannot wait. And that game will be on ESPN+. Plus. If you can't get tickets, can't get in the stadium, that game will be on ESPN+. Plus. You can check it out. Ceremonial first pitch uh, from former President Bush. All that good stuff taking place at O'Brate Stadium on March 20th. All right, that is all for today. Reminder, tweet me at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. What is the name of the cowgirl who had the walk-off hit in the first game on Saturday against Louisville and scored the run on Chelsea Alexander's walk-off single in the second game against Oregon on Saturday? Tweet it to me at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. And remember, go get your t-shirt. Put Eddie Sutton in the Hall of Fame. Go get it. Check it out. Boone Pickens State. Look for him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Once again, have a great day. I'm back tomorrow here on Locked on Post.